Welcome to this week in Wyoming Cowboy Sports here in WyomingAthletics.org and ESP Media powered by Sidearm Sports. I'm Jason Griefer, and as always, we're joined by Wyoming Athletic Director Jan Wilking. Jan, good Tuesday morning to you. Uh, how did you enjoy the long weekend? Uh, long weekend was great. Happy to be back at it today. We have uh, a busy week for sure this week as we uh, start to look towards the end of the regular season and, and the upcoming tournaments. Let's dive right into it. And uh, the big high school event over the weekend was the the Southwest Classic. Over 120 teams at this event that was spread out all throughout the Cincinnati area because it's impossible to keep that have that many teams in one facility. And uh, your teams on both sides just outstanding. Both finished in the top 30, which again, when you think about how many teams there are, that's very very impressive. Uh, Grace Courtney wins the one meter dive. I mean, I have to imagine she was not only thrilled, but uh, your talks with the coaching staff. I mean, they have to be elated with the way the teams performed this weekend? It was a great meet. I had uh, the, the honor to go out there on uh, Saturday and see it compete, and I heard the comment made that it's harder to qualify for the finals of the Southwest Classic than it is for the state meet. And when you think about it, wow, that's absolutely true because it's all divisions competing. So, um, you know, when you look at what Grace was able to do in winning the, the diving um, and Pavel finished fourth, um, you know, it was a great, great meet for them. Um, you know, I know Grace has big aspirations for sure this year. She's really put in a ton of work in the off season and it competes at a high level in the off season. So she has some big, big ideas for February and hopefully all that comes to fruition. And uh, Michaela Elliott also had a great meet in 500 free um, in the 1650 free. When you think about if 500 free is 20 laps, 1650 is a whole lot more than 20. So she Ugh. swam, I don't even know how many laps this week. Too many to count. But, uh, was pretty successful in, in what she was able to do for sure. Do these student-athletes, when they per- turn in a performance like this, do they look at it because there was su- such strong competition as sort of a launching pad towards the rest of the season? Hey, we can compete against all divisions across the entire area and and use that going forward? So, I mean, you know, swimming is one of those sports where the kids all know each other. So whether you swim for Wyoming or Marymount or, you know, pick a school, you're competing against each other all year long. So you're you always have an eye certainly on your times. But when you're in a heat with somebody that you competed against four times in this event in the last 12 months, you know, there's some uh, there's some drive there to certainly beat that person. Um a meet I know the kids look forward to every year because it really does kind of set the stage for what the expectations are for each individual and relays too um, going into the to the CHL championship but then more importantly the state championship big weekend for your wrestling team as well a huge performance at the Sycamore Invitational and when I saw the results start coming in I almost wondered why why we just didn't change the name to the Wyoming Invitational because your team was just dominant it seemed like every time you looked at results come in oh there's another podium oh another podium another another podium either on the podium top three winning it I mean what a banner weekend for them uh, at this invite I have to imagine coach Lyons was beyond thrilled he was, and he should be. I mean, Coach Lyons has put in so much time and effort over the last several years to to build um, what I think he has as a really good roster right now. And, um, you know, we're able to fill, I think, every weight class but one going forward. Um, so there's some opportunities for us to score, um, you know, to, to really score in some tournaments like this Sycamore Invitational or we're going to um, – 
we're headed to Miami Trace this weekend. Uh, but you talk about individual performances. There were some great ones. I know um, Jacob Nathan Bryan certainly had great performances. Jared Hancock. Um, you can go right down the list. Uh, but that that group really is just now, you know, kind of getting the fruits of their labor that they've put in over the course of this season. And man, excited to see what they're going to do here going forward. Do you think that's causes them now to lock in more and say, hey, we've set the benchmark, we have to keep it rolling just like this each and every meet? Well, I hope so. Um, you know, they're a young group. There's only one senior on the wrestling team. Um, and, you know, they they go in a gym every now and then and look at a banner that, that shows 2004 was the last time that Wyoming won the CHL in, in wrestling. And, you know, they set out that goal two years ago that, that this was kind of their year and, and potentially – you know, the next year or so, but um, they have to, to really pull together because certainly, you know, some other schools in the CHL who've typically been absolutely dominant in wrestling, um, you know, are still going to be unbelievable and, and certainly hungry to defend their title. Let's move on to the uh, the bowling lanes here. Last week, uh, both boys and girls get wins over Summit. The boys have to do it in thrilling fashion winning by 16 total pins so obviously right down to the wire we talked to last week in the two pin win over Finneytown so they play it close at times but got another win so that's good to see you Nathaniel Miller leads away a 204 uh, to really spearhead the team what have the coaches said about him and the way he's been able to lead this team this year well Nathaniel I mean you talk about the, the ultimate student athlete um, amazing student um, certainly you know gets after it in bowling the leader among his peers, for sure, on the bowling team, um, really trying to build that program back up. But um, what an exciting weekend for bowling for us to pull off a couple victories. Um, you know, they're they're peaking at the right time and um, hopefully can upset some teams as we move forward. Uh, but as I said before, you know, just a really fun group of, of student-athletes who um, enjoy the competition, enjoy getting better every time and just continue to, to improve over the season. Well, I think kind of the same thing applies over on the girls' side. We talked about they beat Summit last Wednesday in a, in a one-on-one head-to-head match there after the day before Summit winning over you guys and also Clark Clark Montessori in a try match. I have to imagine that'll, that made them feel really good to know the very next day they were able to turn around and beat the team that just beat them the day before. And to do it with um, some outstanding you know performances, by, you know, Lauren Turner and Natalie Barth, to do it with, with kids who are continuing to get better, um, which is exciting. That's what you that's what you want um, as, as we move towards the end of the season. And I think the consistency, too. I mean, look at the individual scores. Natalie Barth goes 153, 154. Lauren Turner, 146, 149. I mean, those are the types of performances I would think they're gonna you're going to have to get from them uh, going forward the rest of the way to start getting some of those wins, is it not? That's right. That's right. And they're going to keep working. I mean, both of those students you mentioned, as well as, as the other students, um, I mean, they're going to keep trying to get better and, and keep improving. Again, a young team, uh, not a lot of experience on the girls' side. So every match, they're going to continue to get better. Let's move on to the uh, hardwood here. A uh, tough one on Saturday for girls basketball, and what was just one of those one of those games sometimes where things just don't go your way. Losing to Marymount, thirty-one to twenty-one, team just could not seemingly buy a basket. Is it is that just one of those games where afterwards the coaching staff just tells the players, "Hey, it's just one of those nights. It's not who we are. Let's let's just learn from it and move on." Well, 
I think so. I'll tell you, Marymount um, is, is a good team, and when you look at what they're able to hold their opponents to, it's pretty impressive what they do defensively. So certainly, you know, give them credit for what they were able to accomplish defensively. Um, and, and I think, so. you know, it's, it's two sides. It's our inability to score, but is it also some of the things Marymount was doing defensively that, that shut that down? But overall, I think a pretty good week for our girls. Um, I think that they, again, continue to – to turn the page, beating New Richmond, beating Reading. Um, they will have their work cut out for them this week uh, uh, with a good Baden team home on, on Wednesday and then an important league game on Saturday against Madeira, um, again at home. So as they look towards the, the season um, and the tournament draw, um, I still think we our best basketball is yet to be played as a group and uh, hopefully can get a good seed and see what we can do in the tournament. Yeah, all those games you talked about this past week and even going back to the previous Saturday, four in a row on the road. Do you sense now as we get into this week, as you talked about with Baden and, and uh, the league game against Madeira on Saturday, some sense of maybe a relief from the players that finally this, this long, seemingly never-ending road trip is over and we can finally get back into the friendly confines? Um, I think, you know, as I think back to my coaching days and playing days, you know what the schedule is ahead of time. So you know that it's going to be, you know, a tough stretch with, with the four away ga- or, yeah, four away games in a row. Um, I think they're just excited to compete against a team that, you know, on paper, I think Baden will be the favorite tomorrow night. Um, but just like against Indian Hill, who was a heavy favorite, you know, we were in that game until the last minute or so. So I, I just think they keep looking to put the pieces together and see what they can do to continue to um, – towards that tournament over on the boys side good week for them had to really grind one out in a win over Indian Hill on uh, Tuesday winning 53 to 47 and then on Friday you take care of business heart handily against Reading winning 72 to 31 uh, the the team score is great you remain unbeaten you're 12 and overall 7 and 0 in the league but uh, we've talked about it before. This performance from Isaiah Walker against Reading was just absolutely bonkers he goes for 39 points on 16 of 18 shooting. I mean, when he arrived at school today, did you have to hose him off or anything? Because, I mean, this this is a ridiculous performance to put up. Well, he's not at school today because we have a PD day. Okay, so well, are you going to okay, hose him rest. off? On the, well, the next time you see him, then, are you going to hose him off? Right. Uh, probably not. <laughs> but uh, Isaiah is um, – he is so much fun to watch and so much fun to comp- – watch compete um and what is such a great i mean you talk about a really neat story he came here as a freshman and was kind of you know overshadowed by some other really good basketball players that we had yeah can name lonnie grayson who's doing some amazing things at army right now you know joey edmonds have a great start to his career at finley and oh by the way you know garen prater and, and and evan and all he's done is work 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 you know in the mornings after school uh, in the off season, and now it's just his time to have that spotlight on him. And what you know, you talk about somebody embracing that. Um, he is so much fun to watch, and it's it's fun to watch him just take over. You know, when he when the game's on the line, um, I'm trying to think at Purcell when the game was on the line at Finneytown, where it could have went either way. I mean, he just he literally just took over and. He has an awesome supporting cast, and, and Damian Creighton, 
Um, Deontay Gray, I mean, you talk about a guy who does all the little things and, and you know, just makes things happen. Um, and, you know, Drew Mitchell, you can go right down the line, Drew Rooks. And, oh, by the way, you know, Evan's pretty good too. Yeah, so, that, that kid. Yeah, um, he's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it'll be an exciting week for them um, as they look, you know, towards Roger Bacon and um, Marymont. And then we uh, travel to Reading again with a quick turnaround on Saturday. But, uh, you know, Isaiah, you know, success is no accident. He has truly worked to get where he is today. It's pretty neat to watch. Let's talk a little bit about, as you said, you've got two home games this coming week, uh, today against Roger Bacon and Friday against Marymont. We, you touched on a little bit, I believe, last week. having Being at home and having the Cowboy Crazies there and creating that environment, how much does that help your student-athletes when you have a packed house full of students, parents, just fans in general to uh, cheer those kids on? Well, I think it absolutely helps. I, I would love to see it you know, for – for every single event that we have here, um, you know, certainly it's easy to come to the boys' game because they're on Friday nights or, or to a football game. But when they show up to, you know, the girls' games on Wednesday night or to soccer games in midweek, it really does um, inspire the students. And there's such a sense of uh, good community here where not, they're not only their neighbors that, that are playing, but their friends, kids they've known since, you know, first, second, third, sixth grade, whatever. Um, it's a pretty special environment. Before I let you go here, I have to talk a little bit, of, uh, touch back on uh, your football team here, and the, and the reason why I do, I do that is because uh, one of your star football players this week uh, made a decision and made an announcement on uh, where he's going to be playing at the next level. Can you tell us about that? Well, actually, um, I can. There's actually three of them who committed this week. There we go. Uh, Even better. He is headed to Denison. And uh, um, Sam Martin is going to go to the Mount. Um, and then certainly I think the one you're talking about is uh, the Division Four Defensive Player of the Year, Cam O'Gara, is headed to West Point. Um, he is very excited to, to get that appointment. Um, I know him and his family were up there this weekend visiting, and uh, he made a commitment right there on site. Um, I haven't had a chance to talk to him or, or mom or dad yet directly, but I know that that's something he's dreamed about for a long time, and very happy for him. What kind of uh, what does it say about the young man and your time getting to know him that that that, that that's the decision he wanted to make that he want he wants to go to West Point, and uh, obviously we know what all that entails beyond the football field. What kind of what does that say about uh, Cam as a person? Well, you know, this is year I don't even know seventeen or eighteen for me as as an athletic director, and Cam is definitely one of the most charismatic high school players that I've ever been around. Um, he is he is a leader. Um, he is somebody that, that people want to follow into battle, whether, you know, the, the late-term battle on a football field. But I can honestly see him uh, being an amazing leader in our military and, and leading um, groups of men and women um, for a much, much greater purpose than anything that happens on an athletic field. Um, you know, he's just one of those people that is a natural, I'm not a fan of the term natural leader, but he has all of the characteristics um, to, to continue to be a leader throughout his career. What a way to uh, wrap up the career as well. As you said, all the accolades he had on the field and now to do to, now to take this step, not only to 
play college football, but where he's going to play it, that's certainly a great moment for him. And as well for the, for for your other your other young men who are moving on to the college ranks as well. Uh, Jan, we thank you so much for taking the time to join us this week, and uh, look forward to talking to you again a week from now and uh, catch up on more Cowboy sports. Awesome. Appreciate your time. Thanks, guys. Thank you. That is Athletic Director Jan Wilking here on This Week in Wyoming Cowboy Sports on wyomingathletics.org here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.